Hey everyone, welcome to the Leveled Up Podcast. I'm Megan Johnson. And I'm Danae Austin. This week on the Leveled Up Podcast, we kind of followed our conversation from last week where we talked about boldness and intensity. So this is kind of a how-to on dreaming big. So this week we talked about specificity and visualization. So not just knowing what your dream is, but really knowing what your dream is and <laughs> building an actual for realsy plan to get there. Stay tuned for that conversation on the Leveled Up Podcast. I am very excited to talk about specificity and visualization as it goes to setting your dreams. In my world, that is goals because I like tangibility. Um, but that's great. So specificity and visualization. Why pair these two together when you brought the idea? So, okay, in my in my brain, these two go together because if you actually want the things that you say that you want... And I say that because a lot of people kind of say that they want stuff, but they're not really making any changes or steps towards that in their life. So everybody would like to make a million dollars a year, but is anybody actively making steps towards doing that? Right. No, most people are not, right? So when it comes to your big dreams, your big goals, your big vision for what you want your life to look like, how specific have you gotten, right? Because here's the deal. You can only put a step-by-step plan in place to achieve a big dream if you know exactly what that big dream is, what that looks like, what that feels like, what that Mm -hmm. means for you and Mm -hmm. why you're going for it in the first place. So, you know, we, we did the business plan workshop at level up last December, I think. And, um, that's always my favorite thing to do. I just redid that workshop for a bunch of people in my office. And it was a blast because everybody just like yells out their goals. and Like I want to make, a million dollars and I want to have a lake house and I want to retire my parents and I want to pay off my student loans and like, and I want to do all this stuff and that's awesome and it's so exciting. But then we kind of have to get down to the, okay, how? Yeah. How? And also tell me more about that mm-hmm. because people say stuff like, I want to be financially independent. Okay. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Like how much money does it take either as a lump sum or as an income stream for you to be financially independent. And what does that mean for you? Does that mean that you don't have to work at all? Does that mean that you don't have to worry about bills? Does that mean if there was a catastrophe that you and your family would be okay for centuries? Like, what does that actually mean? Right, for each person, it's going to be different. Yeah, exactly. So getting really specific and saying, for me, financially independent means that all of my debt is paid off, that I have like five years worth of savings in the bank, And I have enough income streams that if I decide that I don't want to work another day in my life, then I don't have to work another day in my life, right? That's the specificity that I'm looking for. And then once you know that, then you can take it a step further and say, okay, how could I create income streams that would make sure that I didn't have to work another day in my life if I didn't want to? Right. And then you could take that even more specific and be like, okay, well, I like real estate. Can I do that through real estate? If so, can I do that through real estate investing? Okay, what kind of real estate investing? And then how many properties or how many renters Mm -hmm. or how many fix and flips do I need to do? Okay, do I need to get a real estate license? Do I need to Mm -hmm. hire somebody else to do that? What books do I need to read? You know, like Mm -hmm. it has to delve so much more deep into what you actually want because otherwise, how are you supposed to put any sort of steps in place to get there? Right. Also, on a more hippie note, um, 
there is a lot of evidence suggesting that the more specific you are with what you ask the universe for and that what you ask people in your life for and how you structure your life, the more specific you can get, the better results you're going to get. So Because they're more on target. Yeah, because they're more on target. So when I visualize, hey, I want a new office, I haven't just visualized me having some sort of new office and it looks different every time I think about it. I visualize the exact office I want in my building, the exact furniture that I want to have. In fact, I've gone on Etsy and I've picked out all of the furniture and I picked out the artwork and I picked out the couches and I picked out the mini fridge and I've decided what kind of drinks are going to go in the mini fridge. Are there LaCroix for me? Yes. As long as you pronounce them LaCroix because I'm assuming that's wrong, but I think it's funny when people say it like I that. I would like a LaCroix. LaCroix? Then yes. We. Oui. We oui, may. <laughs> Yeah, I even picked out like succulents for for the shelf that I know is going to be there in this specific office. So because I know that, I've already priced out everything. So I know that I need about $2,000 to have the exact office that I want Mm -hmm. so that the day I get that office, I can just press buy on all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be to my new office within two days, right? So that's kind of a small thing in comparison. But if that's a small thing, then how deep do you need to go? To make your your big life goals come true. Your your mansion on Nantucket. Yeah. My mansion in Nantucket. I have another client that, that wants that. That's their goal. Okay. I still, where's Nantucket? It's like... Massachusetts? Yes. Off the coast. Of I knew it was East Coast, but I am very unfamiliar with that part of the country. I would like to um, say that everything you said is correct... And used in a very down-to-earth, not woo-woo, not hippie way in any type of business consulting way. Yeah, but I also talking about, like, I didn't go super deep, mainly because I don't understand it. I believe in it, but I don't understand it, which I think is how most religion works. But, like, I... <laughs> like the, the visualization? Piece? Yeah, I really believe that you can manifest things to come into your life, right? Like, I really believe all of that. So when you talk about what you want in very, very specific terms then sometimes it happens, you know? Yeah, and I think there's a ton of research that's really well known around that. And I think you can also look at almost any religion in the world and find a Bible verse or a verse or a teaching or anything that says, um, ask for what you want and it will be yours. So I think think that's just very common. Um, And thoughts are things. We can talk about that. Like, our audience knows this to be true. So I don't think you have to teach that or believe that. But oh, thank goodness. What I want to say is I think that there's a lot of people that say, well, that's just hippy dippy and maybe it'll happen. But let's just, here's one really common model, the EOS model, the Entrepreneur Operating System model. Really common, really popular. They have a ton of books. Traction's great. Rocket Fuel's great. They're all awesome books that help you figure out what you're doing with your business, Right. But what they say is any goal you set must be specific. And when you set your goals, you also have to below that say what, put some context around what does it look like when I reach that? How many employees do I have? What does my office look like? What does my structure look like? What are all the pieces and parts in my business in a visualization way? What does that look like? So I think it's used in a really tactical way. That doesn't feel Mm woo-woo, but it's the same shit, bro. Like, it's the same to be specific and visualize what you want so that you understand all the pieces and parts around this big dream that you have. And regardless of if you learn about it in some metaphysical book or you learn about it from a really 
tactical business like EOS process. Um, I think specificity and visualization is massive in dreaming big and achieving those dreams. Yes. I will also say that sometimes if you want to be able to be specific about a really big dream, sometimes that's really hard to do off the bat. So sometimes you have to be really specific about medium or small dreams along the way. Yeah, so, every dream. Yeah, every dream. So, right, if you want to make a million dollars a year, and I say that because that's one in my business that people say all the time, mainly because our senior partner makes more than a million dollars a year. So it's kind of an easy, easy mm-hmm. target, right? If he was making six million, maybe we'd all say six million. I don't know, right? right? But to make a million dollars a year, you have to have made $500,000 a year first. Right. And you have to have made $100,000 a year first. Right. And you have to have made... Sometimes significantly less than that a year, as I myself have done. But you have to go through a process. Yeah, exactly. But like, if you can't figure out and get specific about how to make a hundred thousand dollars a year in your business, then how the hell are you going to figure out how to make a million, right? Right. Um. So I think that's kind of the the first step is understanding that you don't have to know every single step of what it's going to take to get to that big dream, but you do have to be making conscious efforts to hit the steps along the way. Yes. Right. So, uh, and I don't know, there's so many factors and variables that go into, especially really big dreams. You know, I want to change the world in this kind of way, or I want to start this kind of an organization, or I want to make this kind of money or have this kind of a lifestyle. Like a lot of those are, are really big, but if you can, you know, let's talk about lifestyle, for instance, if you can say, you know what, eventually I want to have, you know, 50% of my week with complete time freedom. I don't want to have to work. I want to be able to just work out or travel or do whatever I want for half of every single week. Be like, okay, well, how can I make sure that I have complete time freedom for one day a week, right? right? Or half a day a week or even an hour for some people, Sarah Flannery, you know, (laughs) you got to find that, you got to find that free time for yourself at some point, if that's what you're going to. So um, I'll say, Megan, you're kind of the expert on this, but like, what do you, if somebody says, Hey, I have a really big goal help me achieve it like how specific do you get I get down to hourly like hyper specific and so I kind of work in two ways like what what are we dreaming towards what is the big thing and then I want to know okay let's break that up into milestones so specific milestones and then the visualization piece really comes into like what are the action steps between each milestone and then so those action steps are not just for instance, I want to start a business and one of the milestones is launch, like start um, a website. And so within that website milestone, have website launch milestone one. Um, you have action steps like pick a theme, write the content, hire the programmer, build the back end links that go to my lead capture, whatever that is. All those are tiny action steps. But then you have to take those and say, Monday, do I have time to hire the programmer? Do I have time to pick out a theme? And so even down to hour by hour, you are, and this, what I'm about to say is exactly what Danae and I have been saying over the last, this episode and the previous episode. You are taking action towards the results you're looking for hour by hour. And that doesn't mean that you have to crush your life and ruin your life. That just means that you are specifically with boldness and intensity moving towards that dream that you have visualized. 
So I think in this conversation, the grouping of all four that we've talked about in this two-part series, it's they're all important, but you boldness and intensity with specific visualization doesn't help if there's no action. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all action. So you could take meek, unintense, broad action that is leading you towards no end, and you're going to not go anywhere. You might go somewhere, but it's nowhere you've meant to go, right? So it's about the action. It's about the action, so you have to take the action. But doing it, doing it in this way, has way, way more likely to lead to the results that you want. Yeah. I will also say that some of it is just action, right? So some of it is the things that you are actually doing, right? So the phone calls that you're making, the appointments that you're setting. But the other part of that is also how you need to change as a person to achieve your big goals, right? And that's why self-development is such a huge part of dreaming big. So first of all, you know, changing your association. So being around people who think the same way you do it or can expand your mindset to say, hey, yeah, you can do that, Mm -hmm. right? You can make more money. You can run a business on a bigger level. You can play at a higher level, right? People in your life that help you do that, you know, reading books that let you, you know, gain insight into people who have sometimes already achieved the things that you're trying to achieve. And also just recognizing that sometimes you have to gain a new skill set or a new uh, friend group or a new, um, mindset. Yeah. And it's not just one time. It's not that you read a book and then all of a sudden your life changes forever. That's very rarely how it works. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you read a book once and then you're like, well, I understood some of that. And then you like take away this one line that was like the whole point of the book for you. And then you read it again a couple years later and you're like, wow, I really missed the point. And then you take away something else and then you try and implement that and then you fail and then you go back to it again. And then, you know, you change and you grow. And we've talked about this before, but like, you know, deciding you know, if you're visualizing what kind of a life you want, so I want to be the kind of person who leads a multi-million dollar organization, right? That's one of mine. And, you know, when I think about the things I have to do, yeah, there's some kind of, um, there's, I have to learn how to close business. I have to learn how to retain talent. I have to learn how to do all of this different stuff. But I also have to decide, okay, what kind of person can run a multi-million dollar organization and get really specific about how I need to grow in yeah. order to get there, right? I have to be the right. kind of person who can, who's capable of leading and who's capable of maintaining boundaries. And, right. You and know? I think you pursue all of those changes or growth areas in the same way mm-hmm. with boldness and intensity and specificity and visualization. You're doing it. Like you've made such a concerted effort to really focus on being healthy because the conversation of if I'm not well, my business can't be well. Yeah. If I'm not well, I can't take the action that I need to. And so you've done amazing. You've taken huge leaps and bounds towards really focusing on making sure that you're well. And um, I think we forget that that's also a need of the business. Yeah. uh, That piece as well. So good on you. Thanks. I think that's really important. I uh, was at a retreat this weekend. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we did was go over um, month by month your P&L mm-hmm. over the last few years. And I saw this uh, pattern mm-hmm. that I hadn't seen before because I'd looked at my P&L. Mm-hmm. I even looked at my P&L monthly. But I've never looked at it month over month for a three-year period. Like yeah. I had never done that. And so suddenly I'm seeing like, oh, shit, the same month and this shit, same month is terrible every year 
Um, and so I had to address that. And I recognized some of my own head trash around that. And um, so I think it's really important, too, to try to look at um, barriers or challenges or gaps that you have in whatever dream you're trying to achieve in new ways. So it can it can uncover uh, things that you need to deal with. And in, in my case, it became extremely clear that this is past trauma. Like this is trash. This is head trash. This is garbage from my past that I've just, I can't ignore because I'm looking at it at the bottom line of my PNL for two months out of the year, every year for the past three years. Like that's not a coincidence. So I, I think that's a really important piece. If I have this big dream uh, for my business and I never, never uh, looked at that and kind of corrected that issue in my business, mm-hmm. which is really the issue in me, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm never going to be able to solve that. So I like what you say about growth is really important and we have to read books sometimes a couple of times. I had to look at my P&L. 700 times before I got to this point. And um, for me, that was a it was threshold. It was, it was amazing. It was a tough thing. I literally shuddered. I shook when I, when I saw that and realized it. Um, but I would never have done that if I wasn't looking at my dreams in a new way and, and evaluating it in a new way. So I think you never stop growing. You never stop learning. Yeah. Amazing. I would agree with that. I think some people never stop growing or stop learning. But I think there are plenty of people who, if you don't focus on it consciously, if you don't actively focus on the idea of getting better in parts of your life, right. then it is very easy to get comfortable. Sure. yeah, Very yeah, yeah. easy. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, and I can see how that's the case. You know, if, if I was making, you know, 250 a year right now, and some of that was passive and I had enough time that I could travel a couple times a year and buy everything you want. Like, yeah, I'd probably be a lot more comfortable and a lot less, I'll say like hungry mm-hmm. than I am right now because it's a different, it's a different kind of state. Right. Um, and like kind of going back to intensity and boldness, I guess a little bit, I, I've kind of had this like internal debate in my head about this for a while. Actually, I feel like, I almost like tricked myself into being an entrepreneur. Like I didn't really like anticipate that in advance. It's not like I had anything against it, but like I didn't recognize that like it was going to be really hard or that my money wasn't always going to be consistent or that I would have to go through all of this personal growth. In fact, what I really did was put myself in a situation where I had to work harder than I've ever worked and change myself in ways I never anticipated and go out of my comfort zone, comfort zones that I didn't even know that I had to get to this place where now I'm so hungry because I fought for so long and worked so hard to get to my next goals. Right. It sounds dumb, but I am so thankful that I kind of ended up in this weird position where I had to fight myself, you know, my way out of the really difficult valley of despair parts of being an entrepreneur. Right. But it's now. Which is exactly what you just described. You described that the going up and all of this yeah. downside into the valley of despair. Yeah, but now it's put me in a position where now I can't imagine living a life where I'm not always actively trying to get better because right. of something, right? Right now it's because... Because you've seen the results. Yeah, I've seen the results. I've seen the results in my life. I've seen the results in my mental health. I've seen it in my physical health. Like I've seen it in 
literally every part of my life. So now my motivation is one thing, right? Because I have this specific hunger to go to the next level. You know, it started out for, for cash flow and then for having a legitimate business. And, mm-hmm. and now my motivation isn't necessarily those things as much anymore. It's kind of shifting to, okay, now I need to grow as somebody who is a leader, right? Mm-hmm. If I want to get to the next level, then I have to grow in this kind of way. <clears throat> or if I want to grow in my business and I want to be able to do more and handle more, you know, physically, time-wise, whatever that looks like, then I have to get healthy. Otherwise, I won't be able to take on anymore, right? right? So I feel like I'm, I'm in a position now where I'm just always going to be growing and working towards that next level because I've spent the last three years conditioning myself to whether I mm-hmm. wanted to or not, right? Yeah. It's kind of like something Stephanie, Stephanie Wax Creek uh, said to me the other day was, I didn't start this to be a project manager. Now I'm a project manager a lot because she's got this whole team that helps her with projects now. Um, And watching her grow into that role and love it, when at first it terrified her, just terrified her. She's like, this is not my skill set. Yeah. But it is now. She's great at it now. And uh, just watching her roll into that has been incredible and watching her business take off because of it has been great. And what happened what you described and what I watched happen to Stephanie at the same time is they embrace the changes they need to make. Yeah. Okay. This wasn't anticipated, but that doesn't mean I have to say no to it. Yeah. Like it wasn't anticipated, but is it still leading me towards the end result I'm looking for? Yeah. If yes, then press forward. Then if yes, keep going. If Mm -hmm. yes, improve and pursue it boldly, intensely do it specifically. And visualize what's going to happen on the other side of it. It's crazy, though, because it it sounds like Steph kind of, like, accidentally got herself into the same position I did. Yes. Where, like, doing all of these things that you didn't necessarily anticipate or think that you would have to do, and then you just had to do them, right? Mm -hmm. You just have to get better at business. You have to get better at prospecting clients. You have Mm -hmm. to get better at closing conversations. Like, you just do those things because otherwise you fail, right? That's it. Right. And even if you choose not to fail, even if we, I mean, sorry, even if we don't want to use the term fail, yeah, you're not, you have to choose a different dream. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean in the situation because failure isn't a negative thing, but in the situation, I mean, yeah, you go do something else, right? right? That doesn't have those same, those same challenges, but even accidentally having to go through all of that stuff. Right. And it was accidental at first. Like, we're purposely choosing this stuff at this yeah, point, Yeah, you guys right? are a couple years in. We eat this shit for breakfast now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This would be a big accident. But like, a long, slow accident. Exactly, right? <laughs> like kids, am I right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, that being said by two non-mothers. I love kids. I love kids. Uh, anyway... Um, but because we kind of had to do all of that stuff now that's built so much confidence and yeah. capability yeah. for taking on other things. Right. You know, like I was able to achieve some of the smaller dreams that I had initially had in place. So now the bigger ones don't seem so scary because I've right. seen myself adapt and rise to the challenge in so many different situations. Power like, seeing yourself do something, buddy. Yeah, exactly. So now, you know, Stephanie's gone through that. You've gone through that. I've gone through that. Like, the idea of, of achieving bigger goals, of having revenue of 30, 40, 50, 100 grand a month, that sounds so scary when you're thinking about it from scratch. 
Like, when you hear about it now, your mind starts working as to, okay, well, what would that actually take on my part? Right. Like, what kind of clients could I get? You know, what how, What kind of team could I outsource some of that to? Mm-hmm. How could I How could I change my schedule? How can I delegate to make that work? Because right. now your, your brain isn't thinking, that's not possible for me, or that's such a big dream, right? Now it's like, oh, that's something that I think I could probably do. Right. You know? It was really fun when we were doing stuff. Maybe we should just do a whole episode on this uh, retreat. But um, we were setting our revenue goals, right? And uh, three times somebody in the retreat had to be like, oh, this is way under. When we, we just like put a hack at it. What do you think your revenue is going to be next year? And just for sake of this conversation, say they threw out 100, 100 grand in revenue next year. And uh, like, okay, 100 grand in revenue next year. So now the next step is like, okay, so what are all my offerings? What are the prices? How many do I think I'm going to do? And under the new vision, the new dream, and they're like, whoa, 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 I'm way under. So they add like 50% to it, like an, yeah. a stupid amount to it. And how many times you'd see people like scratch off, like this isn't right. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this this yeah. uh, um, income source, or I forgot about this new offering I'm going to add in in Q3 or whatever. They're like, oh, no, oh my gosh. And just watching people be like, I so underestimated what I was capable of when I got specific, when I got really, really, really specific about what I wanted to do. It was super fun. I love that, that's, that those are the conversations we're having now. Like, that that's where everybody's lives are going. I really think that's cool because, I, I mean, I, I feel the same way. Like, sometimes I feel down because of where where I'm at or my current situation or cause I thought I'd be further along or cause I, I thought I would have hit other goals by now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we've already, we've, we've talked about this before. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the podcast, but like sometimes I just feel still like I'm just proving my legitimacy, you know, to mm-hmm. myself, to everybody around me, to the world. Right. Like deciding what kind of a business is a real business. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of a, a weird conversation, but um, looking at the next year, looking at, like, worst-case scenarios, it's like, my life's going to be dope, you know? (laughs) Like, my business is getting so much fun, and I love the people I'm working with, and I love the projects that we're doing, and I love how my role has changed, and I love how this is getting so much more fun and exciting and, like, and great for me, but I'm also starting to achieve higher and hit bigger goals that I never thought that I could hit in the first place, and now I'm hitting all the time. Like, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. You know? But I think we also have to acknowledge that that's not how everybody's going to feel all the time. Like when you set off on big goals, like go back and listen to the Valley of Despair episode because that's, that's for real. It is so for real. (laughs) That's for real. You know, you, there are parts of when you start to pursue a dream or a new goal or a new business or a new relationship that like not everything is going to be easy and fun. And you're definitely, you know, I don't remember starting off the conversation of, yeah, oh, this is going to be way more than I thought it was going to be. Instead, I started off my conversation, like, starting a business, like, super naive. Like, oh, I'm going to hit this in my first, like, year, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be easy for me because I'm unconscious, special. Unconscious incompetence. Turns out I was not special. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, yeah, that unconscious incompetence is for real. But the cool thing is, now all of us, although we still have our Valley of Despairs, like, make yeah, no mistake, there totally. are still Valley of Despairs. And it comes at different parts of your business at different times. Yeah. But in a lot of areas now, you guys, all of you on that retreat, are now in a place of that conscious competence, right? Where now you know what you're doing, you know what kind of efforts you have to put in to achieve a certain result. And you know how to do all of those things, you know? Yeah, I would say that there was people in different levels of always, like, 
like, any of the retreats, like, you've got people in different, different phases, but it's really cool that even if you do have somebody in that kind of, like, conscious incompetence phase still, where it's like, oh, God, this is still so hard, and I don't know what I'm going to do, um, they're surrounded by people and that are, like, you'll get through it. It's not forever. This isn't going to be forever. I get it. It's hard. I remember how hard it was for me. Um, and then you get that opportunity, too, to share some more stories. And uh, Did you say war stories or horror stories? Because both are correct. Both are correct. Either is interchangeable. I'm going to leave it up to you to tell me to what the listener to see what they think. I said war stories. I said war stories. I heard horror stories and then I went back to war, but either one is fine. Well, we shared war stories about like, yeah, I, re- I remember back in my day when uh, it, that was literally like eight months ago. Like, <laughs> this was so hard for me and I thought the world was burning down and everything's terrible. Like, See, mine are horror stories because I'm like, you're never going to believe how badly I messed this up. <laughs> hey, and it like, I messed up something today. I, I mixed up two numbers that made a significant impact on the bottom line and I had to, I had to go pick that up and I was... Uh, torqued about it so like we're always growing and, and I don't I don't want anybody that ever listens to the, this podcast think like man they've got all their shit together all the time and it's perfect because the people that portray that are lying to you because it's not true um at all ever um that doesn't mean that your life has to be a mess and you're a mess and everything's a mess and barely handled because that's not the case you should fix that but um you're always you're always growing your dreams are going to change and they're going to evolve and just make sure, in my opinion, that whatever you decide to dream, you're intentional about it. And I think the intentionality of what we talked about in these in these last two episodes, if you don't mind me putting a bow on it, do it. Um, whatever you do, do it in action, an intentional action with boldness and intensity. Um, huge, huge, huge as you make those plans and decide what you want to do um, and how you act in there that's how you perform those actions but then also the plan that you make do it specifically and use visualization it's a huge huge tactic to get what you want that my friends is how to dream big hey guys we really appreciate you listening to the podcast and what we really need is for you to like subscribe comment share and let us know what you think and share it with everybody that you want to help level up their life too So until the next episode, thanks.